All right. Let's, let's go. Fucking, um, this, this lunchbox here. This is my first actual, actual episode on my, um, what's it called? My podcast, you know, bank, uh, bake storming. Let me start that over. All right. This is Lunchbox here. Welcome to Bake Storming. My first actual episode. I might have another one, but this one's my actual first episode. And uh, it took me a minute to think of which I wanted, what I want to talk about. But uh, I figured I'd, I'd go to the subject that um, a good friend of mine from the Navy... Um, he inspired me to do this podcast with this 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 one simple idea I told him. So uh take this real quick. Alright, let's get into this. So I don't know about you guys, but I love I love going to concerts and going to see live music. But I also love classic rock. And um obviously half these bands ain't around they don't sound the same. I'm missing half the people. Some bands aren't even anybody in the band. But, um, you know, what if we were able to do that? To to be there in, in those moments, you know? Like, at first, that, the first idea that came to me was something, you know, we could do something like a, like a VR-type setup. But to to do that would be all it'd be a huge bulky apparatus, nothing too simple about it, and you really wouldn't it wouldn't be the same. Mostly because you wouldn't get the same feeling as you're in the crowd interacting with people, the sights, the smells, the sounds, your five senses. Um, you wouldn't use those using simple VR. But what if? Check this out. We can partner up or do something with, you know, with Elon Musk and his new thing he's got going on with the Neuralink. If you haven't heard of that, it's this new thing they're looking to develop that will pretty much just plug right into your brain. And they're going to develop it for people who are paralyzed, who have lost a function. And it's supposed to help them regain use of those limbs, you know. How people regain use of their arms or legs to where they can walk. Now, what if we were to utilize that and um, we would sit there and we would use the same interface, same everything. But what we would do is you would be put into like a trance like state you know you'd be be out basically be unconscious but the Neuralink would be hooked up so it would almost be like kind of like almost like the matrix it would be exactly like the matrix now that i think about it that's it would the Neuralink would be semi just like the matrix because in the matrix they were there but in reality they weren't so this process we could team up with the Neuralink. And we could sit there and we could bring you back to um, to go to see concerts and shows. And we wouldn't have to limit it to just concerts. We could put you, if you wanted to see the Battle of the Alamo, yippee ki let's go do it. Um, anything, any, any point in history, we could you could have 
all that information relayed into your brain where it would react with all five senses and you would you would be there in all actuality but not physically but you would be there mentally now check that out what do you guys think about that totally we could totally sounds like a great idea um because it would have many great uses it could be used for educational purposes man you know you want to go on a field trip with the school? Heck yeah. Where are we going today? Oh, we're going to go see, uh, we're going to go watch the Declaration of Independence get signed, you know. Take the whole class. It'd be great. It'd be so, so many uses besides just, uh, you know, like I want to do concerts. Because, like, I love Frank Zappa and R.I.P. Mr. Eddie Van Halen. Never got to see him in concert, but half my left arm is dedicated to that, that man right there. But back to, back to the subject. Um, this totally could be used for like educational reasons, and um, it could ha it would totally, man, it would it would it would make Bill and Ted's most excellent adventure the pretty much come true. <laughs> Cause in that they didn't they uh they used going through time for a history project for those y'all who ain't seen that movie for y'all youngins, and um, so. This 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 idea has has a possibility to be used for many 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 great reasons. Just besides the simple, you know, hey, I want to go see concerts. I mean, that's that's a gnarly reason on its own, if you ask me. But you know, so what if you want to do? Um, uh, all right, we can use this idea. Because I'm a, I'm a disabled Navy veteran, so um, say your your spouse is deployed overseas and you have an emergency uh, birth of a of a newborn, and uh, the spouse physically wouldn't be there, but he could have the memory of it, of being there. Um, I mean, I. I I mean, that would, that's that's a far-fetched idea, but that's a great. That's, that would be a potentially a great reason, great way, because they could do the, the the Neuralink brainstream, and then broadcast through like a hol holographic image. You know, that's some really far out there idea, but that does really have some potential. Because I mean, they did bring Tupac back for concert. I mean. All things are possible. I mean, we, we got to see Tupac and Snoop Dogg in concert again. Hey, Coachella, live it up. Um, we could totally use it for that, you know. And then we could also use it for, you know, not just, you know, spouses and seeing kids, but businesses could utilize it, you know, those who, um, who conduct trade all across the world. You could have a virtual meeting with people from all continents in one room, and they would not be there together physically but they would be at the board table they could have do all that through the the link um but back back to uh the concerts man i would love here's who i would love japan go back and con back in time to see what i would see i would um i would for one i would i would see frank zappa man joe's garage i would love to see Joe's Garage, Act 1, 2, and 3, live. Oh, man, that, that's, a, that's a fantasy right there. 
And then I would love to see Van Halen on some of their backyard tour day, backyard days. And before they were a big band, they were playing just covers in the backyards of uh, Southern California, you know, on weekend house parties. And I would love to see them on the 5150 tour. Like, I would, I would love to see just Van Halen through all the generations on every tour. Screw it, let's do it. Um, here's another one I would love to see. Rest, recently, rest in peace, Mr. Taylor Hawkins. Um, I will. I, I never got to see the Foo Fighters in concert, and I, unfortunately, I, I will never get to see them because they're not. They will never be the same without Taylor Hawkins behind that drum set. So uh, that's another band I would love. I would. I would totally utilize this. Uh, this software and idea for who else would I like to see? Um, can't forget. Can't forget old Mikey. I would love to go back and see the King of Pop back in the Thriller days, man. And I would specifically like to go to the show where Eddie came out and played with him on stage. Because that, that oh man. Matt, can you imagine that being there that day for that concert? And you're, you're there to see the King of Pop and out come Mr. 5150. Holy shit, I would probably have a heart attack. Um... <laughs> Because, like, oh, man, for those of y'all didn't know, Eddie Van Halen played guitar licks for a majority of the Thriller album and didn't take credit for any of it or receive any compensation for it. He went in there and did it for Michael because they were buddies. Like, hey, wow, just crank something out for him real quick. And Beat It is like, you know, that just... You know that's Eddie right off the bat. That that that, that solo, whoo, man! I want to I got I want to hear that song right now. Um, shoot, but I can't because it's copyright laws. You know, I can I can talk about it, but I can't play the music for you. Gotta love it. Um, <laughs> who else would I love to see in concert that I, I, I missed out on? Um, shoot, the Rolling Stones. I came so. So close to seeing the Rolling Stones, my brother and his newly wife, on uh, their honeymoon trip out to California to see my good old pal Mudbutt from the Navy. But I uh, gotta love it, Mick Jagger had to have freaking uh, open heart surgery right before the tour date, so they had to reschedule. And um, it had to happen. I mean, not had to happen. Um, just. Uh, yeah, it had to happen. He had to have heart surgery, you know. He had to, yeah, keep rocking, dude. And um, before we could get out there to see him again, my brother passed away, and I wasn't able to get out there to see him in concert for that show. And that show was awesome. And shoot, just not a few months later, the, their drummer done passed away. So I was another band I'd never get to see in concert. Um, who else would I? Who else would I want to see? Um, I would love to go see like you know Motley Crue and their prime. My dad told me so many amazing stories about them. Shoot, getting hit in the face with a beer from uh, Tommy, not Tommy Lee. Yeah, fucking um, ah, fucking drummer. He's all flipped over upside down over the crowd. Um, Battling flies in here in the heat, you know. Gotta love the summertime. 
I, yeah, I would love to see them. I, I would love to see all them big hair bands from the 80s. Them, Guns N' Roses, um, Poison, you know, Unskinny, bop, 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 yeah. You know, shoot, There's I would, I would live it up going to all these shows and I would... Shh, I'd, I'd even go see, you know, a little Toto, little, uh, I'd go see, shit, I'd go see Ice House. I'd go see Rick Astley. Rick motherfucking Astley. Like, you never gonna give you up. Yeah, you know, there's only Rick roll people with. That guy. Um, shoot, who else would I love to see? Tom Petty. How can I forget Tom fucking Petty? Like, Another great one to pass before I could see him in concert. Um, who else would I like to see? Uh, there's so many. That list just goes on and on. Uh, I would love to see Ozzy in his prime. Like, I mean, I'm going to see Ozzy before he kicks it, but I would love to be able to see Ozzy back in the fucking acid rock days when they were paranoid, you know? And, oh, War Pigs live back in the day. <sighs> I bet that would be some of the most epic, epic shows ever. Can't forget, oh man, I would love to see Kiss back when they had Ace and Peter. You know, they ain't got Coy and Vans, they got Ace and Peter, you know, the original lineup. You know, back before they got, uh, you know, Coy and Vans, you know, my little reference for the replacements for Ace and Peter. Inside joke, if you know the Dukes of Hazard. Um, <laughs> I would also love to see Kiss when they had uh, Eric Singer on drums. Not Eric, not Eric Singer. Eric Singer's Koi. <laughs> Man, I'm high. I would love to see them when they had Eric Carr on drums. Rest in pieces. Soul. Man, I just disrespected that guy by calling him some guy that's... <sighs> Man, I am sorry, Eric Carr. That was... Oh, man, I was slapped in the face because you were one... Shoot, you're up. Your 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 era with, with Kiss was just as epic and gnarly as with Peter Chris. Like, oh, man, I would love to see because you were original. You had your own face set up, face paint. Like you weren't, you weren't trying to be like Peter, and he ain't trying to be like Ace. You know, like, come on, guys, y'all need to hang it up. You're getting old, Paul Stanley. But I would love to see y'all in y'all's prime shit. Back whenever fucking y'all were fucking playing small venues and shit. Back in the club days. When y'all were Wicked Lester. For those of y'all didn't know that. Um, Kiss started, Kiss's original name was Wicked Lester. Look it up. Um. I'm ripping on some, uh, La Choco. It's got a nice earthy coffee, um, flavor to it. It's, um, it's a, it's a hybrid, sativa dominant. It's pretty good. Definitely, definitely a sativa high. And I love my sativas. Back to the music. Who else would I like to see in concert? Man, I would love to go see uh, 
some Willie in his prime when he was Willie and Waylon, you know, the, the fucking the highwayman. Shoot, I man, take it back. I would love to even go see Elvis fucking Presley. Man, like, for those y'all, man, I used to be the biggest Elvis fan, and I would do Elvis every year at the talent show. I'd get up there and shake my hips and rock, uh, jailhouse rock, you know. I, man, I was, man, I was getting it. I was, Elvis is shit. Fucking, um, Man, this this podcast going pretty good. I'm about 16 minutes in. Who else? Let's see. Shoot, there's so many. There's so that list. Me and my best friend Mudbutt have gone over this list before, and it there's so many. I haven't even listed. I've forgotten about. Um, shoot, one of them that I would love to see before this happened was fucking Blind Melon. For those y'all don't know, no rain was Blind Melon's only hit because their lead singer passed away before that song went popular. So when that song hit was a popular song, they couldn't tour it because the singer had passed away. So I would love to have seen them in concert before that tragic accident. I would love to have seen Metallica with their original bass player. Like, oh man, the original lineup for Metallica. I would even like to have seen Metallica when they had Dave Mustaine. Like, come on now. Fucking, I'd love to go see Judas Priest back in the prime. Um, shoot, Def Leppard when they had eight arms instead of seven. So I got, I got a joke for you. Um, <laughs> talking about Def Leppard. Um, what's got uh, seven arms and sucks? <laughs> Def Leppard. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. I love you. Keep on fucking rocking. Um, what's it called? Uh, seeing Def Leppard in concert out there in San Francisco, man. It was amazing. We were right there on the field. Had the Hell's Angels right there with us. Well, they weren't with us, you know, but they were like 10 feet away. You could see them. And uh, they were rocking out Def Leppard. That show was such a bitchin' night. Because the first band we saw that night was fucking Foreigner. And this is all at AT&T Park, which is now Oracle Park in uh, San Francisco where the Giants play. But the first band of the night was Foreigner. And then it was Def Leppard. Kick ass. Now brace yourself. Journey. In San Francisco. Their hometown, like not gonna lie, I was totally waiting on oh uh Steve Perry to come out on stage, man. I was waiting. But uh hey that front man they got, man, he sounds just like Steve Perry, man. He got the chops, so like hey, job well done. Whenever I saw lights when y'all did the lights that night Man, thinking about it gives me the cold chills. It was such a, it was such a gnarly moment hearing the song, one of my favorite songs by Journey, in the city it was written about, and being able to see the bay behind the stage and seeing the Bay Bridge and the lights just changing with the song playing like that 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 was that was the most surreal surreal moment ever. 
Um, that show totally kicked ass. I've seen some. I've seen a couple badass shows there. I saw Metallica, Metallica there for the first time. Not for the Super Bowl. Man, that show kicked ass. Um, they played all their songs. They even played Whiskey in the Jar. It was shit. I don't know how long that show was, but man, they played every song. King, Nothing, um, Sanitarium. It, it was a Metallica song you wanted to hear. Shit, you, you, 99% chance you would have heard it that night. And if you had a B side, you would have heard it. Man, it was a, such a badass show. And then the opening band was Cage the Elephant, who I hadn't really heard of. And they were just coming out because this was back in 2016. And they fucking, uh, for, you could tell they weren't used to playing that big of a stage. Because, you know, Metallica, huge fucking stage. Hometown, they're fucking going all out. And, uh, Cage Elephant came out and they rocked that big ass stage. And, um, I left the show a fan of Cage Elephant. You know, I had never heard, really heard of them, but they played some bitchin' tunes. And I was like, oh yeah, this band's pretty good. You know, I became a fan of them. But man, Metallica that night, oh shit. Like, Kirk Hammock's all stops, like, in between the songs, he's like, I was born like fucking 15 miles, minutes away, right over there. Like, you know, fucking, they, you could tell Metallica went extra hard that night because they were at their hometown. So, um, such. Such a, such a bitchin' show, man. That was my first time going to California, too. And I fell in, I mean, I fell in love with it. But I feel, but those of you who know me, you know, I, I believe in, like, reincarnation and shit. And I feel like I was, I, I lived there before. Totally felt like the vibes were there. But, uh, who else? Oh, man, back to that. Shit, I totally forgot about this. I would love to go to the great, to Golden Gate Park and got to see, get to see the dead before they were the dead, when it was just like Jerry Garcia and them out there just jamming, you know, when it was fucking the summer of love, you know, that era was so fucking gnarly. I would love, that's one of the things I would love to go experience with the, with the Neuralink, uh, emulsion set up, whatever, whatever we're going to call this, the Neuralink emulsion experience. There we go. And, uh, hopefully Elon Musk will be on board with this. Um, cause I think he totally would be, I got, we got to find a way to pitch this idea to him. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Um, fuck. Oh yeah. Um, no, I totally went blank. Um, ah, shit. Yeah, I love when this happens. Let me take a bonger and I'll figure it out. Oh yeah. The summer of love. That was it. That's all it took. Um, Cause that back in that day, man, like it was nothing to see Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship out there. Not Jefferson Starship, Jefferson Airplane. Before they were a Starship, before they built that city on rock and roll. Yeah, you know, knee deep in the hoopla. Um, you seen Janis Joplin out there hanging out? Jimi Hendrix. It would have been the place to be. Like, holy hell, man. To have been there during that time, that would have been something surreal. Because if you hadn't been to Golden Gate Park and gone to Hippie Hill, 
I really, really recommend it because for like the Jews and the Muslims to go to the, the Weeping Wall in the Middle East and Israel, I, I consider that the Hippie Hill, the Mecca for stoners, were like you. If you're a stoner, you need to make a journey. Uh, you need to make a a Mecca or whatever the journey to the Hippie Hill, and just go there and hang out and experience it. Um, best times around 4:20, but it's good any time of the day. Super chill, super peaceful. You know, nobody's gonna fuck with you. I pulled out my little bubbler, my little nice-ass glass bong. I was sitting on the hill and just take bong grips all day when I was living out there. And nobody ever hassled me. Shoot, I had some people even come up to ask me to buy some weed from me, you know. Totally cool. And the spot right in front of uh, Hippie Hill is this big, beautiful meadow. And R.I.P., uh... Robin Williams, the name of that meadow is Robin Williams Meadow. <clears throat> and, uh, um, it's a beautiful spot to hang out and picnic with the family if you got kids, you know. Go there on a Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, you'll see tons of families out there picnicking. Kids are kicking the soccer ball around, you know, everybody just hanging out, having a jolly good old time. And that's one thing I love about that city. It's just like everybody is so cool and chill. Like there's no big uh, box stores. I mean, there's Trader Joe's and natural grocers, but not natural grocers. Whole Foods. Um, what's it called? Uh, the grinder. Up. It's squeaky. Damn, it's lucky. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, go there. Because um, at San Francisco, man, you got to go. Um, it's a beautiful tourist spot. If you can get past the shit on the ground and the people shooting up heroin on the side of the road. <laughs> totally cool. Just kidding, but yeah, for real, you'll see that on the side of the road. <laughs> totally, you'll see people just shooting up like, ain't nothing but a thing. Because they think they cool about it like that, which I'm not cool with. Just a heads up. My thing, my 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 thing is marijuana. I can't stand any. I can't. I can't stand that hard shit. You know. I got no sympathy. Well, for some things. What's it called? Um. But I'm not calling anybody and everybody who's ever used a hard substance a terrible person because you can make a recovery. You can become sober, and you can move past that. Everybody can do that. But um, i just just not a fan of the hard shit. You know, I just prefer to smoke my weed, you know. Devin Deusta is sticky green. Frosted leaves. Man, I got to see that dude in concert on 420. Best fucking show ever. I was front row, the love of my life. On the end of Dubious tray, I reached up and handed Devin a joint, and it was right when he was like, Hey, I think I found a bag of weed. And he smelled the joint, and he was like, It smells very pretty motherfucking good. And I was like, Yo, Devin's the dude smoking my joint. Fuck yes. And uh, he hit a few times, you know. 
And then he just he passed it back to me, and I hit it a couple of times and passed it to love my life, and she hit it a few times and killed it. And uh, it was one of the most bitchingest moments ever, you know, sharing a joint with fucking Devin the dude. And then after the show, he was hella fucking cool and was chopping it up with this, you know, side stage, man. Got some pictures taken with him and uh, chopped up for a few minutes, and he was a real fucking humble and chill dude. I would love to fucking chill and just smoke with one day. So shout out Devlin, dude. What's up? I would love to fucking chill and smoke with you. Fucking let's link up sometime. Fucking uh, let's do something. I'll roll you the biggest and fattest and best joints you've ever fucking smoked. Nobody rolls them like me. Calling everybody out. You think you can roll a better joint than me? Let's see it. Fucking, uh... I'll find a way where you can reach out to me. Um, mm-hmm. Let's do it. Um, this is, uh... My... My... What did I call it? My nightcap. I'm going to wind it down with this bowl right here. It's got a nice ass layer of keef in the middle. It's like a tress, tr- like tiramisu. Fancy. Um, what else were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the brain thingy. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. The brain thingy. Um, so, yeah. This, this is my first podcast. I, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, we touched on all kinds of things. Um a little bit of history, a little bit of music history, a little bit of music commentary, you know, um, a little bit of science, you know. So this was just kind of what you can you can expect from me, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of good a little conversation, you know, starter, you know. Uh, damn fucking flies. My name's Lunchbox. Um. I got this nickname when I was in the Navy. I used to be a heavy, heavy drinker before I discovered marijuana. And I got the nickname because I could drink any type of alcohol in any, any order. Liquor, beer, wine, tequila, you name it, I can mix it up and fucking get down. Never got sick. I had an iron stomach, you know, like old school lunch pail. So lunchbox was it. And then I discovered weed, and Lunchbox just carried on from there, man. I'm a gnarly motherfucker. Um, go about Lunchbox, Gnar, man. So many people call me Dirty D. Man, I got so many. Uh, I prefer Lunchbox, so. Whew. Yeah. Um. If you have anything you want me to talk about on a podcast in the future, shoot me an email. Let me know. I'm always down to hear what people got to say, what people want to hear about. You know, if you have, you have a special topic you want me to talk about, fucking shoot me an email, bro. If you want to be a special guest, shoot me an email. We'll, we'll figure something out, man. Fucking, um. We can't meet in person, man. We could do it over. We could Skype call or whatever. Fucking, um. (coughs) 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 Whoo, you know, your night's almost over. You start coughing. But, for real. If you ever have any special requests, any commentary, you want to reach out to me, shoot me a message. 
I'll make sure my email is in the um, podcast description. My name is Lunchbox. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Stay fucking gnarly, guys. Let's get it.